All year round, the Utah Pride Center offers daily programs for LGBTQ children, families, seniors, and adults. From social groups and special events to individual counseling and suicide prevention, the center's mission is to empower, unite, and celebrate Utah's LGBTQ community. Learn how you can get involved at utahpridecenter.org. For tickets and more information about this year's Pride celebrations taking place June 1st through June 4th in Salt Lake City, visit utahpride.org. Welcome to Slug's bi-weekly Slug Soundwaves podcast. Here, in our print mag and on slugmag.com, enjoy our curated content that highlights the best of Utah's alternative and underrepresented music, arts, events, and community subcultures. If Slug has benefited you or someone you love, consider contributing to sustain our existence. Head to slugmag.com slash donate to join our community of donors. KRCL was founded in 1979 to bring a more diverse voice to Salt Lake City and surrounding areas. KRCL is community-funded and supported, which allows diverse commercial-free programming that varies from indie to hip-hop, blues to bluegrass, metal, punk, indigenous, and bilingual programs. And every weekday at 6 p.m., KRCL's Radioactive brings you grassroots activism and civic engagement with punk rock farming and live local music on Fridays. Tune in to KRCL at 90.9 FM, stream at krcl.org, or download the app on the App Store. Are you listening? This is Slug Soundwaves. My name is Adonis Jordan. I make music under the name Igama, which is my solo electronic music project. And that's really just dedicated to experimentalism and discovery. I would consider it cerebral ambient adjacent music and really just music you can put on the background and allows the listener to really make their own meaning and just create their own narrative on top of it. Just good background music is what I'd call it. For me, with electronic music, I've just always been fascinated by sound design. And then when I got into synthesizers and subtractive synthesis, all that, super fascinating. I can nerd out on it. And so this type of music gives me a lot of space to just indulge in those interests and have fun along the way. I started making music really from a young age, like just my grandparents had a clavinova where you could sequence tracks and things like that. So me and my brother would play with like the techno beats and sequence tracks on that. And then in junior high and high school, as in uh, orchestras, I played violin and viola, um, got really into like classical music. And so that's been a huge influence. And 14, 15, I started playing guitar. And basically since that time, I've performed also as like singer songwriter sets, just under my norm, un, under my name and uh, doing loops and all kinds of just instrumental guitar sets in Ogden. So that's kind of been the history. And then I started producing this type of music, this electronic stuff when I was 19, uh, just right out of high school. And so that's kind of been my journey. So Slow Study Road was released January 6th of 2023. This is my second album. It's a 12-track album. It was mastered by Christopher Willits.
the album was a little bit more intentional than the the things that I've done before, but I think the the biggest thing is is really about patience and about taking your time. That's where the name came from. Is I think when you are in a niche genre like ambient music or ambient adjacent music, you have to be patient. Things aren't going to happen overnight. And I don't think for any style of music, but especially in in this type of music, you really need to be patient and take your time. Let things kind of grow and develop. I think it's natural to want things to happen faster, or to want more opportunities, or more reach, or different things, and coming to a place of acceptance of of where things are, and letting the music have its own natural trajectory. Really, not trying to force things, just gave me a lot more enjoyment, and just brought me back to why am I making music in the first place, which is just about expression and about connecting with other people. I think. It's not just for myself; it is for other people as well. But finding a lot of enjoyment in the process itself is really, I think, what's given the music its own life, and that I can, I also find enjoyment when I go back and listen to it because I, I think about the process of creating it, and that just feels like home. Each song kind of starts differently, but I think the biggest thing is it's just starting from one seed that. Is really inspiring, like either like a, a sample or like a little melodic piece that I hear, and then I want to go deeper into that. And then sometimes you kind of create scaffolding that the song is built on top of, and then you tear all of that away and really highlight the the parts that are most interesting. And so typically it'll start with like a synth part or a guitar part, and then putting pieces around it, and then a lot of a lot of subtraction. <laughs> like you build up a lot of stuff and then cut it cut a ton away, so that you really are just left with those like the essence of what you were trying to express in the first place. And then I'm pretty insular. I don't share a lot of my music anymore with people. I used to share a lot as I was creating it, but now I kind of just work on it by myself. And then when it's time to release, just let it go and let it out into the world. This type of music, because it's in a computer, there's really no like physical limitations. You have to be very intentional about creating some constraints and about creating some structure around what you're trying to do. And so, for me, it used to be about like, oh, let me include everything that I that comes to mind and everything. And now it's like really trying to stay focused, saying no to more more ideas to stay focused on that original seed and that original idea or that feeling that I was wanting to express in the first place. I think a lot of my old work was really based on like soft synths and creating within the computer everything in in the box. And this time around, I had a little bit a little bit more resources to bring hardware into the into the equation. And so, working with the Prophet Six synthesizer, that's like the the bulk of the sounds that you're hearing. I'd say is Prophet Six. There's still a lot of that computer music produced stuff and the little bells and whistles that you can you can get with the computer. But this album had a little bit more of like just raw instrumentalism and you know, which is kind of my roots, playing guitar and performing that. And so just building on a foundation of very ex expressive and exploratory music, but 
I think this time around it's a little bit more contemplative and just, I guess, mature, just not totally uplifting all the time. I think it was my pandemic album. So tons of tons of weird thoughts and difficult things going on mentally and just I think everyone was going through a lot of self-discovery and just asking questions and so yeah that really came out in the music with a little bit more contemplative i'd say just more thought-provoking than some of my last works i mean even the format of a 12-track album in this day and age is kind of like a commitment to a certain art form that maybe isn't the most algorithmically beneficial format it probably would have more reach if i cut it up into four pieces or cut it into singles and everything but part of the process and part of my type of expression is having things in context and i feel like all the songs are stronger with each other than by themselves and so going through the narrative and the sequencing and everything it shows attention to detail and kind of reflects my mindset which yeah for me i'm focused on how everything is interconnected every every person everything in life and everything that it takes to support it is just such a complex process that we're in and so yeah the album really yeah really reflects that mindset and yeah like i said the patience that i've developed going through it The song I chose is called Bacote, and uh, I thought this was a really good one to share because it's the track I probably spent the least amount of time on in the album, and it's the only song that features ukulele. It's has it's like driven by ukulele, and then it has one of my favorite synth takes that I've recorded. I've always re- appreciated music that isn't overproduced and is really just raw expression. So, yeah, happy to share it.
right now I'm working on a binaural mix of Slow Steady Road using Envelop E4L tools. I worked with Envelop as a production manager for the first immersive audio venue that was in Salt Lake called Envelop SLC. Uh, those tools just allow us anyone to make spatial audio music in various various forms from binaural to full ambisonics or uh, you could go from 8 to 16 speakers. So that's something I'm working on right now. And then uh, we're going to do an album celebration slash birthday party with Earthworm, who's another Ogden artist, incredible hip hop artist. Um, we're doing that at Sidebar Amphitheater in Ogden on June 8th. At Igama Sounds on all social media profiles, I-G-A-M-A Sounds. Uh, and then igamasounds.com is my website. And you can find any other links from there. If you enjoyed this episode of Soundwaves, please take 60 seconds to rate and review us on iTunes. The Living Traditions Festival is happening this year on May 19th to the 21st on Washington and Library Square. The festival supports the diverse artistic traditions and perspectives through the presentation of both historical and contemporary customs. Come enjoy the diverse multicultural offerings of food, performances, and art from the many cultures that have made Utah their home. Admission is free for all event attendees. For more information, please visit livingtraditionsfestival.com or follow SLC Living Trad on Instagram and Facebook. Did you enjoy this episode of Slug Soundwaves? You and the local community can continue to enjoy Slug Mag's content for free, but please consider making a one-time or ongoing contribution. Each contribution, no matter the amount, helps support Slug's creation of thoughtful media coverage on SLC's music, arts, events, and community subcultures. Head over to slugmag.com slash donate to make your contribution today.